Well, we're kicking off a new series to the title Sticks and Stones. And I want to talk to you from this thought today, the power of words, the power of words. Most of you know my name. Some of you call me Pastor Cooper. And so you may not know my first name. My, my first name is Herbert. And that's a okay name at 43, but when I was six, <laughs> wasn't too popular. You know, at six, I was like, why couldn't y'all name me John? You know what I'm saying? Why I got to be Herbert? Uh, it was not a good name to have as a kid. I was picked on. I was called, you got an old man's name, you know. Kids would start calling me Herbert Sherbert, and, and then they'd call me Herbert and some other things that rhyme with Herbert, but it may not be appropriate to say in church, but you can kind of go there with me. And uh, they would call me all kinds of names, and Herbie Hancock, and I mean, they would just make fun of me, and it was not a great name growing up as a kid. And how many remember, you know, as, 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 a, as a kid on, on the playground, you ever get in one of these kind of fights about your daddy, and you would say, my daddy is bigger than your daddy. <laughs> My daddy will whoop your daddy. My daddy is stronger than your daddy. And you'd get all mad on the playground talking about who daddy would beat each other's daddy up. And, and then how many of you did this as a kid? You had the your mama jokes. You remember that? You remember that? You're like, you better not talk about my mama. You're fighting words. You mean people, your mama, you know, that was really big growing up. Your mama is so dumb that she thought Dunkin' Donuts was a basketball team. Or your mama is so dumb she returned a donut because it had a hole in it. Or your mama is so dumb she tried to make an appointment with Dr. Pepper. And you're like, you know what I mean? People would just be mean. And you're like, you better not talk about my mama. You'd be ready to fight. You know what I mean? Like, don't talk about my mama. And people would just, just mean, kids can be so, so mean. And then we try to act all tough as kids. Like, that's not bothering me. We'd be all tough and we'd say things like this. I'm rubber and you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks on you. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Or my favorite was sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, that's not really true because there are some things that people have said to us. It didn't bounce off of us. It stuck on us. There are some words that people have said that have hurt us deeply. Words have impacted all of our lives in a huge way. Here's what I want you to grasp today. Words are powerful. In 1866, a Swedish chemist named Alfred Nobel created dynamite. And dynamite was created to make advances in society. It, it was used to clear paths so, so for, for roads to be built. It, it was used in mountains to create tunnels for trains. Dynamite was actually created so that we could have positive advancement in our world. But it didn't take long for nations to figure out that dynamite could all actually also be used to kill people, to destroy people. Dynamite could be used as a weapon. And so dynamite could be, could be used to improve life, but it could also be used to destroy life. And that's exactly how our tongue works. You and I have dynamite in our mouth. Our tongue is explosive. This three-inch muscle in our mouth can be used for good or for bad. I want to teach you this today. Our tongue is powerful. 
Here's the first thought I want to share with you today as, as I get ready to dive in. I, I, I want to just kind of t- t- take you to our theme verse of today as I get ready just to kind of talk to you about the power of the tongue. And here's the theme verse in Proverbs 18, verse 21. It says, the tongue has the power. I want to connect those two for you today. Your tongue is powerful. The tongue has the power. Everybody shout power. I think oftentimes we just say things. We don't realize the power that's in our mouth. The tongue has the power. Here's the kind of power it has of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Here's the first thought. Here's the first thought for you. Your tongue is powerful. Your tongue is powerful. You have to realize there is dynamite in your mouth. It is explosive. The the, the tongue has the power to physically move people. It has the power to physically move people. If a fire broke out around the building and I informed you, they let me know and I informed you, there's a fire in the building right now. There's a fire. Those words would cause most of you, if you have good sense, to get up and get out of here. You would, I mean, you would start moving quick to get out the building because our words have the power to literally physically move people. The the tongue has the power to ignite emotions. My my emotions, your emotions have been ignited with just words. I remember eight years ago, my sister called me from Rochester, New York, where she lives. And she announced to me on the phone, Herbert, mom has just died in my house. Tears filled my eyes, began to stream down my face. My heart was gripped with sadness and grieving and shock just with those few words. I'll never forget December the 20th, 1997 in Grand Island, Nebraska, standing on a church altar with Tiffany on our wedding day. And she uttered the words, I do, because she could have said, I don't. That's a fear. Come on, somebody. I hope. Come on, go on through with this. One of the happiest days of my life, emotions, joy filled my heart. Happiness filled my heart with just those two words. There have been seasons in my own life, in my family's life, when we're struggling with our health. We're having health issues, health, con- health concerns, and we go to the doctor, we get tested, and, and then you walk into the doctor's office, and they give you the update and the report, and when you hear news, and it's the good news you want to hear, that, that what you thought might be going on is not going on, and you get a good doctor report all of a sudden you're filled with an emotion of of relief and and it's kind of like this anxiety lifts off of you and maybe you were dealing with a little worry and it begins to lift off of you simply with those few words there's power in our words to ignite emotion there have been times when people have talked bad about me or bad about my family and all of a sudden I'm filled with anger and I'm upset because of the words people have spoken to me or have said about me or have said about my family because our our, our words can ignite our emotions. Our words are powerful. Did you realize that the tongue has the power to start wars? You look throughout history, there have been wars that have been started because of somebody's big mouth. Wars have started, fights have started, murder has happened because of words. The tongue is powerful. I want you to understand the second thought as we are unpacking Proverbs 18, verse 21 today. And the second thought is this, your tongue has the power to bring death. 
It has the power to bring death. Proverbs 18, verse 21, back to our theme verse, it says, the tongue has the power of life and death. There is dynamite in your mouth. Someone once said, the most ferocious monster in the world has his den just behind the teeth. The tongue is the only tool that grows sharper with constant use. One day, Lady Astor said to Winston Churchill, if I were your wife, I would put arsenic in your tea. He responded, if I were your husband, I would drink it. (laughs) We say things that can destroy people on the inside. The tongue can bring death. Our tongue, this little three-inch muscle can, is dynamite and the tongue can bring death. The tongue kills people's self-esteem. Proverbs 15 verse 4 says, kind words heal and help. Cutting words wound and maim and can kill someone's self-esteem. I've shared this story on a few different occasions because of the impact it had on my life. And it was back when we woke up, I was 14, 15 years old, and we were out at our farm. We had a farm outside of town, and my dad had a lot of cattle, and that day we were out there building a corral. Some of you don't know what a corral is, just basically putting a fence up and going to run the cattle inside the fence. And so me and my brother put up the corral, but we forgot to tie one of the posts down with, with wire. And so the cows ran in one way and right out the other way. And my dad said a few words to me that didn't encourage my self-esteem. And, uh, and I'll never forget those words and hearing words like, you're not even smart enough to tie two fence posts together. How in the world are you going to get your driver's license? He just, in his anger, was saying things to me that, that wound me, that, that killed my self-esteem, that caused me to struggle on the inside. And perhaps you've heard things from people like, you're going to be just like your mom, or you're just going to be just like your dad. You're going to be a nobody. You're going to be a loser. You're never going to do anything with your life. And those words, they, they stick you, they injure you, they hurt you, they destroy your self-esteem, the power of words. The tongue kills people's dreams. It kills people's dreams. Psalm chapter 52 verse 2 says, your tongue plots destruction. Like a sharp razor, you worker of deceit. And there are some people that just use their tongue. They're just plotting destruction, plotting to say negative things to people. Their razor sharp tongue just kills people's dreams. And and I've seen it personally. I've, I've talked to people that no longer believe that their dream can come to pass because of what somebody said to them. The, the, the dream that God's placed in their heart for their, their family or their career or their finances or their, their walk with the Lord or their future, they don't believe it can happen because of the words, maybe an, an ex-spouse or a, a mom or a dad or a teacher or a coach or a friend has said to them, and now their dreams, they don't believe it can happen. They're, they're paralyzed. They're not moving forward simply because of the power of words, our words are powerful. Did you realize the tongue kills people's reputations? 
Proverbs 15 verse 4 says, gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. And our tongue can be so destructive. It's amazing how this little thing can be so evil. The tongue can lie and gossip and backbite and slander. The tongue can be so wicked, even on social media, because some of you think, well, I'm good. I just write it. But that's the same thing. It's still your words. And we can kill people with our words. And we're going to talk more about this in week number three, how our words and and slander and gossip and how it can just be destructive and how do we overcome it because the tongue can kill people's reputation. Number four, the tongue kills relationships. It kills relationships. Proverbs 18 verse 21. I want to just share this verse with you out of the message Bible, our, our theme verse, because I just think it articulates it so well. It says this, words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit you choose. Words kill. And one of the number one things that words kill is our relationships. Proverbs 15 verse 4. Let me share this verse to you one more time and point out just some insight here. It says, kind words heal and help. Cutting words wound and maim. To, to maim is to, to, be, to injure or to incapacitate or to mutilate, mutilate or to, to mangle. That, that's what our words can do. And countless marriages have ended because of the words that were spoken. Millions of parent and child relationships have been destroyed because of words. Millions upon millions of friendships have been devastated because of the words that have been spoken. I want to give all of us, including myself, just a little advice when it comes to our words. Don't say something permanently hurtful just because you're temporarily upset. Because something can fly out of your mouth that injures or even destroys a relationship. There's a a third thing I want you to see. So first of all, we learn our tongue is powerful. Our tongue is powerful. We learn, number two, our tongue is so powerful it can bring death. Number three is this. Your tongue has the power to bring life. It has the power to bring life. Notice back in Proverbs 18, verse 21, the tongue has the power of life and death, the power of life. With your tongue, you've got to understand this about your tongue. Your tongue can bring healing. Your tongue can bring healing. Proverbs 12 verse 18 says, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. I want you to lean in right here. I want you to really grasp this. You need to realize that your tongue has the power to bring healing to broken and devastated relationships. Your words can be the game changer. I want you to get the relationship in your mind that's fractured, that's injured, that's wounded. Your words can bring healing to that relationship. Perhaps it's just simply uttering the words, I'm sorry, or I was wrong, or I love you, or I support you. Or I believe in you. Maybe it's speaking kind words of belief and saying you're talented, you're, you're special, you're amazing. Your words can bring a healing. Proverbs 16 verse 24. Gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing 
to the bones. And I have seen relationships healed, even some of my own relationships healed because of the power of words. And today, if you have a relationship that's fractured, and many do, you have a relationship that's been devastated, that, 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 that's injured today. I want you to realize that you have power in your mouth. There is dynamite in your mouth. Your tongue is explosive and your tongue could bring healing to that relationship. Your tongue has the power of life in it. Don't you minimize how important the words you say that could bring healing to a relationship that has been fractured for many years. Number two is this, your tongue can diffuse anger. It can diffuse anger. And, and we all find ourselves in situations with other people where, where emotions are high and, and, and there's anger and, and things are tense and things are heated. And here's what you have to realize, in those moments, you have the power in your mouth either to put gas on the situation, the fire, or you can put water on the fire by simply what you say. Proverbs 15 verse 1 says, a gentle response, a gentle answer diffuses anger, but a sharp tongue kindles a temper fire. Just keep putting log on the fire. And some of you in your relationships, when you're heated, emotional, things are tense. Some of you have that dynamic in relationships right now. And you just keep adding logs to the fire by what you say. And you have to realize this. If you will choose a gentle response, if you will choose to be kind, if you will choose to speak words of life, here's what you will find out. When there's all this anger and all this emotion and things are tense, thing, the, the, the fire of anger will begin to diffuse and calm down simply by choosing a gentle response. In your mouth, you have the power to stir it up or to calm it down. Simply by what you say, you can calm it down. You can cause anger to call, go down by simply what you say. There's power in your mouth. Number three is this, your tongue can build up others. We're talking about how our tongue can bring life. Your tongue can build up others. Ephesians chapter four, verse 29. Don't let any unwholesome, unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible, yet one of the most convicting and challenging verses when I meditate on it. It says this, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. With your tongue, you have the power to pull potential out of people. Did you realize that there are people that, that you have the ability to speak to them and they don't even see the potential? They're down on themselves and the words you speak can literally pull potential out of people, pull destiny out of people. I, I, I've seen it happen with my own tongue and pull potential out of people. You can help people's dreams come to pass simply by what you say. Somebody doesn't believe in their dream. They don't believe in their gifts. They don't believe in their talents. And you can speak life to them and pull, help their dreams come to pass. You can encourage the discouraged simply by what you say. It was a few years ago. I was just in a bad place. Emotionally, mentally, physically, I was wiped out. I was drained. I was under attack. I wonder if I had the gifts and the talents to lead the church forward, lead life forward, lead my family forward. I was sitting down in a coffee shop with a pastor 
a friend, a mentor, Mike Bodine, and I was just expressing my heart, telling him where I was emotionally and mentally. I didn't know if I could go on, I didn't know if I could lead, I didn't know if I had what it took. And, and Mike Bodine looked across the table at me at a coffee shop. He said, Herbert, you're under spiritual attack. The devil is attacking you. You're gifted, you're anointed, God's hands on you. You're going to lead everything forward. God is with you. And he began to speak words of life to me. And in that moment, across that table, hope just rose in my heart. And I left there. My situations hadn't changed. But I began to believe in myself again. My confidence began to come back. I began to get my swag back, somebody. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the words that somebody spoke over my life, there is power in our words, there's power to build up others simply by what we speak. The tongue has the power of life and death. You can bring life to people. There's a fourth insight I want you to see about the tongue, and that is this. Your tongue is so powerful, it will determine the direction of your life. So many people don't understand this. Some of you, this is new teaching that you need to get in your heart today. It'll change your life. Your tongue is so powerful, it will determine the direction of your life. Let's go back to our theme verse, Proverbs 18, verse 21. It says, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Those who love it will eat its fruit. You see, in your life, you're eating the fruit of the words you have spoken, your life is primarily where it is today because of what you have said. Understand that your words have determined where you are. You're, you're literally eating the fruit of your words. This is all throughout the Bible. You, you see this time and time and time again. Your, your, your greatest enemy. Your greatest enemy is not at your job or at your home or, or it's not at your school. It's in your mouth. Now, that's your greatest enemy. You have dynamite in your mouth, and it's determining the direction of your life. You people say, you know what? My marriage is horrible. It's just horrible. They've just been saying it for 20 years. It is horrible because you just believe it is. It's horrible. I hear people say, get a brand new baby. Oh, I know. I'm going to hate the terrible twos. They are going to be terrible the way you're talking. People say, oh, I hear people tell me this now. Oh, those teenage years. Woo-wee. You got teenagers now, Herbert. You got two of them. Woo, it's going to be bad. Horrible. I don't receive that. Yours was bad, but I don't receive that. Why am I going to just say that with you? Yeah, they are. They're going to be bad. Real bad. I know it's going to be horrible. No. You're just going to eat the fruit of your lips. Your, your actions are going to line up with your words. You have power in your mouth and the scripture teaches and those who love it will eat its fruit. There were two frogs. They were out hopping around playing, playing frog games, playing frogger. And uh, they were hopping around just having a good time playing games. And all of a sudden they didn't realize it and they jumped and fell into a pit. And those two frogs tried to jump and get out that pit, and they couldn't. 
They were jumping and jumping, and, and all of a sudden, a group of frogs gathered around, and they were looking at those frogs. Ooh, y'all are in trouble. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You're not getting out of there. And they kept jumping. I said, I don't know why you guys keep jumping. You're not getting out of this. Y'all are foolish that you got yourself in this pit anyways. And, and the little frogs kept jumping and jumping and, and they couldn't get out. And they kept saying, why are you keep, why do you keep jumping? Stop jumping. You might as well enjoy your last little bit on life with some energy. You're not getting out that pit. Stop jumping. And one frog said, you know what? You're right. And the one frog just, just stopped jumping and laid there. And a couple of days later just died. But the other frog just kept jumping. And they kept screaming the next day, you're not going to make it. Look, you've been in this whole three days. You're not getting out this pit. You need to stop jumping. And the more they talked, the more this frog just kept jumping. And they kept saying, stop jumping. And they were getting animated. You're not going to get out this pit. Stop jumping. And as they got more animated, that little frog kept jumping. He got so much courage, so much energy. One jump, he jumped so big and so high, he got out the pit. The other two, the other frogs gathered around and said, we can't believe you got out that pit. How in the world? We kept telling you you would never get out. How did you get out? He said, oh, I'm a little hard of hearing. I thought y'all were cheering me on. One frog died because of the power of words. One frog lived because of the power of words. You know what happens sometimes we find ourselves in life in a pit. Our words get us there. Sometimes we find relationships in a pit because of the words that we've said. Sometimes we, we find our career in a pit. Our words got us there. Sometimes we find our marriage in a pit because the words got us there. Sometimes we, we just find our life in a pit. Our words got us there. And I want you to know there is a way out of the pit. The Bible teaches us how to use our tongue in a way that get us out the pit. I want to teach you that. And some of you are saying, Pastor, give it to me. I will beginning next week. Don't miss next week. Because some of you, with your words, find yourself in an area of your life in a pit. And I want to teach you the power of words and how it will determine the direction of your life and can get you out of a pit that you find yourself in today. I'm going to spend the next two weeks teaching us how to get out of a pit with our words. Today, here's what I want you to know. You'll never get out of a pit. You'll never be who God wants you to be until you know God. You've got to know God. There's such power in your mouth. There's dynamite in your mouth. You can't even know God without your tongue. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10 and verse number 9, if you confess with your mouth, 
There's power in your tongue. The Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. You can't even be saved or that word would be born again or regenerated or a child of God, a follower of Jesus without your mouth. Today is your day. I say, you know, I want to know God. I don't want to keep doing things my way and living for myself and the devil, the world. I want to know God. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven and spend eternity with God. I want to know God. Today's your day.